Princess. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn, and hi, everybody. Hey. Hey. Mom, you know what season it is? Uh, winter season? Winter. No, Mom. It's award season. Oh, that's right. It is award season. There's a whole bunch of mo- a whole bunch of movies that got awards. No, it was the the Oscars. Oh, that's right. None of them matter. I, I think none of these none of these Oscars matter because a bunch of good movies got snubbed. But that's the way it always is. Yeah, but but I I think two. I, okay. Oh, cool! We're getting a superhero movie nomination. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Good job, Black Panther. I. It is weird. Okay. If it wins, it won't. But if it wins, it will be the best Marvel movie on paper. Like, nice. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, is it the best Marvel movie? Yes. You think You think it's better than every other Marvel movie? You think it's better than Iron Man? You yes. You think it's better than Captain America? Yes. You think it is better than every other Marvel movie? Yes. Visually and storyline-wise. I absolutely agree. I just think the story's a little... Fun. I mean, it's just... It, it's not anything, like, crazy original. I mean, yes, it's an adapted story because it's a superhero movie, but, like, it's also not like, oh, wow, I've never seen a movie like that. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah, but, I mean, there's lots of other movies. You know who got snubbed? And this is such a bummer that this got snubbed. Who? What? The quiet, A Quiet Place. Oh, yeah, I didn't expect them to get anything. Oh, I thought, uh, you know who I thought was going to get something? Huh? The girl. The little girl. The daughter. Yeah, no. And eighth grade got snubbed? Yeah, I it was good, but I didn't expect it to get. Really? No, because. I expected a screenplay nomination. Oh, maybe, yeah. And I expected her to get something. So here's the question I have for you. Um, was eighth grade nominated for a Golden Globe? I don't know. So th- that's kind I think of because so. it was okay, but but if you want to think about snubs, Mary Poppins didn't get anything for Mary, the Oscars either, right? Yeah, no, Mary Poppins got a bunch. Oh, okay. Visual, See, I know nothing. Uh, visual and music. I okay. mean, everything that a Mary Poppins sequel should get. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Visual, music, blah blah blah. Right. Uh, we're only going to talk about two categories that matter. Well, but we, well, we can talk about two more next week. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. If I say, okay, we're going to talk about best actor, we haven't seen Christian Bale and Vice. We haven't seen, did you see Star is Born? Not yet. Bradley Cooper got snubbed. He didn't get no director nom. I know. That makes you sad because I love Bradley Cooper and his pretty eyes. Okay, chill out. I'm uh, just, <laughs> just Willem, Willem Dafoe didn't see that. Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Okay, I need to see that. Okay, now here's my thing. If Bohemian Rhapsody wins best picture. It won't. It better not. Because it wasn't that good. Huh. He is great. He is great as Freddie Mercury. But he, to me, is the best thing about that movie. And so for it to get best picture is a little ridiculous. So tell me again, who who are the, what are the movie nods for best picture? What's best picture? Yeah. Black Panther. Okay, I've seen it. Won't get it. Black Klansman. I really wanted to see that. I'm gonna. That's gonna come back in theaters for sure. So I'm gonna try and see that. Uh, okay. Adam Driver and uh, African American guy. The African American guy infiltrates the KKK to overthrow them or, or to whatever. Oh, it's Adam Driver. But, <laughs> yeah. And Love then him. what's his name? Topher Grace from that '70s show. Plays oh yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the KKK guy. <gasps> what? I almost, I, yeah, he plays the Grand Wizard. 
Um, but he, he, it looks really good. It's a Spike Lee movie. Okay, um, that it's a, that it's says a, true a lot. Story. Okay, like the guy that it's based on is still alive and he has his KKK membership card, and he's a black guy. Huh. Like okay. that's the whole thing is that he, he, him and Adam Driver worked not obviously not really Adam Driver, but him and Adam Driver worked together as like Adam Driver was the face, he was the the phone. Oh, the, the I really want to see it now. Yeah. Okay, what else? Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, I want to see it. The favorite. What's the? I don't know that it's one. It's Emma Stone and some other lady trying to win the favor of the Queen, and it, it really, it looked like a junk movie to me. Like, yeah, but it, it like sounds like an Oscar nomination. But movie. it like it's almost like the trailer played out like a Paul Feig comedy. Huh? Like it almost looked like Bridesmaid. You know what I mean? Like it didn't right. look like it was trying to be Best Picture. Uh, Green Book. Oh, I have heard amazing. What's Green Book? Which one's Green Book? The Green Book is the one about the Viggo Mortensen, who was also nominated for Best um, Actor. Uh, he's the driver, and he's kind of like the mafia kind of New York guy, and he's driving the um, the black piano player. Oh, I don't know anything about this movie. I've seen the poster, but I don't know anything uh, about this Amazing. Movie. It's what Is I'm that hearing. Is Marsha Ali? Uh, I don't think so. No. I forget that guy's name. No, but it's... So, so uh, Viggo Mortensen, so Best Picture nom- Nod, uh, Best Actor for Viggo Mortensen, Best Supporting Actor for the Piano Player... I definitely, and it's come back to theaters. I want to see that one. That one is a must see for me. Roma. Uh, yeah, I don't know too much about that one either. It's uh, Mexican. I actually think it's a Mexican film. Okay, I know it's playing at the theaters down by your brother's house. Uh, Star is Born. Whatever. I do want to see that one too. Don't care. That's been remade. That's a remake of a remake of a remake. A remake, yeah. Vice. I really want to see Vice. See, there you go. So we've got some movies to watch. We do have movies to watch. Okay, but let's talk about the categories that matter. Director, no. Actress, no. Well, we could talk about more next week because maybe we could try to watch one. Yeah. Okay. Best animated feature film. Okay. Incredibles 2. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Isle of Dogs. I haven't seen it, but it's weird. Yeah. Well, it's Wes Anderson. And I feel like Wes Anderson, I feel like like he wins Oscars, but he probably doesn't. (laughs) No, I think, well, he definitely gets nominated. Yeah. But like... It's definitely, Isle of Dogs is not like a, I don't know, it's not like a kid's movie because it's Wes Anderson. Definitely but not. It's, but it's not not a kid's, it's not like. But it's, it's, vi- visually would kids be interested? Yes, because Wes Anderson is, is this is going to sound weird. Even when he's live action, all of Wes Anderson's stuff to me looks so storybook. Right, I've, yeah, you know okay. I mean? Like with Royal Tenenbaums where everything is like, when Alec Baldwin comes in, he's like, this is Royal Tenenbaum. Like, it, it's that perfect, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, um, Okay, what else? Mirai. I don't know what that is. I don't know that one either. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, wonderful, but no. Yeah, yeah. These Disney ones this year, and then and then Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, yeah, 100%. That's going to win. Okay, well, we'll see. But I think it's going to be uh, Into the Spider-Verse or Isle of Dogs. You really think Isle of Dogs? Yes. Okay, I mean, I would. That it would be a huge upset in a good way. Right. Like, hey, Isle of Dogs, good job to beat Spider-Verse. Cause Spider-verse but here's is- here's why I'm thinking that. Because the Oscar committee is not you and me. Right, right, right. You know? So, yeah. I mean, if it was you and me, it would be different. But it's, We'd be making it- a lot more money because they'd be paying us. Well, right. So, hey, you know what we forgot to do? What? If you've never listened to the podcast before, we're a movie review podcast where we review movies. Um, and a theme is, is given to us or we make up a theme every week. I pick the movie for Ruben. Ruben picks the movie for me. 
Yeah. We totally just well, started I was talking. After, I was going to do it when we actually started talking about the show. I'm sorry. No, I don't care. Okay, what other ones did we need Best to... visual effects. Okay. Avengers Infinity War. Okay, fine. Ready Player One. Oh, yes. Solo, a Star Wars story. Okay, I have not seen it. It's okay. Christopher Robin. <gasps> or First Man. First Man, get out of here. I don't know what First Man is. It's the, story, the movie about Neil Armstrong starring Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Get out of here. This is a cool movie category. You're lame. Okay, well, you know what my vote's going to be. Wait, yes, but here's the thing. Okay. Does Christopher Robin have just on visual effects? Is it better than Ready Player One, in your opinion? Because I think Ready Player One could take this category. Visually, yes, I agree. But, but then uh, Infinity War, you're kind of surprised to find out how much of that is CGI. Right, but then also on the Christopher Robin movie, all of those characters are CGI'd and they have to look like the original or people are going to rebel. So I would say, here's my vote. Mm -hmm. Number one, Ready Player One. Number two, I know you only get, there's only going to be one winner. Yeah. My second vote is Christopher Robin. I think it could go to Infinity War. Okay. Well, we'll have to watch it. Because, well, my, my big thing with Infinity War is like... Mo <laughs> You'd be surprised. A lot of those costumes aren't real. Really? Yeah. A lot of them are not real. Oh, I did not know that. Okay, it's a lot that... of CGI. So Spider-Man, when he's wearing that metallic suit, uh -huh. that's mostly CGI. Oh, okay. Black Panthers, to give it that extra sheen, uh -huh. CGI. Like, a lot of just the little things are right. CGI. And, of course, they all disappear into smoke, which is incredible CGI. Right. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. It sounds... Okay. When are the Oscars on? I don't know. It says right there. Uh, doesn't it say Oscars? It just says the time. Oh, it doesn't say the date? And it says the UK time. Oh. So it's February, I think. Oh, and 8 p.m. start time is all it says. Okay. February. What a... Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So we'll go ahead and maybe we can try to watch some. And you know what? Next week, too? What? Uh, it probably won't be the next episode, but the episode after that, because Super Bowl. And you know what plays in Super Bowl? Super Bowl commercials. And trailers and... Oh, that's right. We did that last year where we talked about we all talked that about stuff. We talked about all the shows. There's a new... There's a tease, and I know it's for a dumb commercial. I kay. know it's for a commercial, but it's a tease, okay? Okay. And it starts... It's a room. I think I sent this to you. It's like a room, and you can't really see much. And you see these two sandals walk in, and the, uh, this song by Bob Dylan starts playing, and then it pans up, and you see pajama pants... And then it pans up and you see the sweater and then it pans up and you just see this kind of bushy hair and it turns around and it's the dude, Jeff Bridges as the dude in the glasses and he totally does like a, huh. And then it just says the date of the Super Bowl. It's going to be like an ad for Kahlua or something. Something or even chips or something chips weird. Chips or Tide or, or something weird. But like. It got your, yeah, you did you send it to you me. You can't tease that. Well, like yeah. we know that, we know that there's not going to be a Big Lebowski too. That's not what they're going to announce at the Super Bowl. That would be ridiculous to tease it and make it look like it's some sort of commercial and be like, surprise, it's for a legitimate movie. Because this didn't look like it was, you know what I mean? This, right. this had commercial quality as right. opposed to like movie quality. Huh. Uh, Harrison Ford is going to be in an Amazon Echo commercial. Ooh, I would like his voice to come through my you-know-what thing. You, no, you wouldn't because it would just be him like, he'd be like, Echo, how, how many cups in an ounce? He'd be like. How'd you figure it out? <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks. No, I would love that. I would love to change, even though I love mine. Oh, I can say it in here because it's different. I yeah. love my Echo. 
Um, but it would be fun to be able to change the voices just to play with it. Well, you can do the last Super Bowl. They had like a commercial where it was like Alexa is sick or something, or it was like, oh yeah, that was funny. But you can do that now, where you can ask Gordon Ramsay how he likes your cooking. Be like, hey Gordon Ramsay, I made. Or you'd be like, say the name. And be like, hey Echo, I made this. This pasta, what does Gordon Ramsay think of my pasta? And he'll just come in and be like, this pasta sucks. Oh. But it's like, they even warn you. It's like, uh, just to let you know, this is going to be mature. Are you okay with that? And you're like, you have to say yes. And it's like, your pasta's effing garbage. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Man, I don't think I want that. I just want a nice voice on my Echo. What, what would be the best voice for an Amazon Echo? Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that's that's predictable answer, I guess. That's a or that's a pretty predictable answer. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Jack like, Black. Oh, that would actually be a fun one. Because there'd probably be some singing involved, don't you think? Yeah, because you'd be like set an alarm for four thirty, and he'd be like, and he'd be like, no, I want actual music. Yeah, I think that's good. All right. Um. So what was there another category we wanted to talk about? No, everything else is just boring. It's like. And this fancy movie, which spent a lot of money, made a lot of money. I'm just surprised Black Panther got it. I get it. I get it. But, like, I, I'm still just shocked because people are, like, on paper, Black Panther better than The Dark Knight? Yes. Better than The Dark Knight? Yes, I didn't like those. They were okay. I'm giving you the hardest side eye right now. Well, I don't know because you're sitting weird. I can't even see your I face know. today. Well, that's because I'm... I'm I moved the mic a little bit, so we're not really looking at each other. I know. I miss you. You're so far away from me. Thanks, Mom. Um, (laughs) You're really not. You're right there. I just can't see your face. Mom, what movie did you watch? Well, let's talk about the theme for this week. What was the theme? What did you call? Did you come up with a cute title? I don't remember. Okay. So basically, Uh, it was- When were you- Something like, when were you born? Yeah. So the theme was like- Wait, wait, wait. Before anything, we have to talk about something. Oh, yes, we do. Last week- Yes. I said- that if somebody gave our Patreon $15, that I would read all of Twilight, and then we would record it. Here's what I have for you, What is Ruben. this? You, you brought it in here? I brought it in here. It's Twilight, because guess what? Somebody did. Yeah, somebody gave us... Do I have to read the preface, too? You have to read the whole book, Ruben. Oh. So Ruben's going to read Twilight. I'm gonna this have is to... a big book. Oh, please. If it was a video game book, you'd have it read by the end of the night. Don't even whine. Yeah, can I just play it? No, you can't just play it. Then I'll read it again, too, because it's been a long time since I've read it. Oof. But um, can we thank the Patreon, or do we just want to say thank you, Patreon, for doing that, or can we name the Patreon? Thank you, Whitney, for giving us $15. So yes, I have thanks, to read Whitney. Twilight. Yay! So maybe in March... Because it's yeah. going to take you some time. It doesn't really take that long to read it. But. Well, yeah, because what will happen is I'll go brain dead. So I'll have to go to the hospital and get me a new brain. No, we'll it's good. This. It's not good. Okay, but you don't know. And you're already closing that door. So you're not even trying. Here's the thing. What? I'm worried that you're expecting that when we do that episode in like March, I'll be like, surprise, I loved it. <laughs> no, but I'm. what I am concerned about is that you're not, you're not walking in with an open mind. Okay. So That's just, fair. It's much. The, it was written much better than the the movie was horrid. Okay. The book because you can use your own imagination, so it's much more fun. In my imagination, Danny DeVito is Bella, nah. and he's also Edward. 
Okay, that's just weird. It's a town of Danny DeVito's. Okay, so let's go back. So, okay, so Ruben will be reading Twilight, and probably sometime in March, should we do a bonus episode? Yeah, it'll be a a bonus episode. A bonus episode. Maybe we could even, I don't know, we'll we'll maybe do something special. So, um, but this, this week's theme was the year you were born. So, Ruben, you gave me a movie from my year, Mm -hmm. and I gave you a movie from your year. Yeah. So, you watched... Pretty Woman. Am and I, I going first? Oh. I know. I'm just saying it doesn't matter. Oh. And I watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which I have to say, I probably said it last week, I'd never seen it before. Yeah, I'm mad about this, these two movies. Why? This is the easiest episode to name. The Good, The Bad, and The Pretty Woman? <laughs> yeah. Or just The Good, The Bad, and The Pretty. Like, it's not even like... Didn't Sometimes I'm like, how am I going to do this? And like, it's kind of a challenge, but like... And I, sometimes you have to be careful or... Yeah, and I have to be like, ooh, can't write that. What was that one that had to like... <laughs> I don't know what it was. It's like, it was something with not wieners, but it was something funny like that. That it came out weird that yeah, if you did like, it that ooh, way. I can't write that. Yeah. So um, the good, the bad, and the pretty. Yeah. Great. Awesome. So, okay. So who wants to go first? I do. Okay, go ahead. My movie was Pretty Woman. Yes. Pretty Woman is a movie about Julia Roberts. Yes. And in it, she is a sex worker. Is that the, the, the PC term? She, You know what she does. Uh, <laughs> Why can't you say it? I don't know. Because people are like, that's not politically. I, look, I'm trying to my best here. It's 2019 and we live in the Bay Area. Well, it's okay. Cause... I think she's a sex worker. Let's, I think sex worker is okay. Well, great, but she was a prostitute. And I'm going to say thing. it. It's I know, but thing. you could say it because that's what... That's what you're going to say. She was... A, oh, I have a better... Are you ready? Here's a better Don't term. Don't say... I know what you're going to say, and this is a weird word, because this makes her sound like Batman. <laughs> a lady of the night. <laughs> no, I'm just... Whatever. Anyway, that's so, what the movie is. Yes. It's not like hiding it. That's what she yeah. is. I, yeah, surprise. Uh, no, okay, so she... Oh, yeah. And she lives with her friend, and her friend's... A, her friend is not a good person, but her friend is not a bad friend. Does that make sense? Yeah. Her friend makes very, very questionable moral decisions. But she loves Julia Roberts. Yes, she cares about her friend. This movie could have taken about seven different... Like, this could have been about seven different movies. Absolutely. Because of, like... This was the romantic comedy version. Yes. Because there could... <laughs> In the very beginning of the movie, we meet Julia Roberts, and she's doing her job. Uh, and she's with her friend, and they go to this corner or whatever, and they, they're like, oh, another dead prostitute uh, that was killed. And it's like, okay, I understand that this is dangerous, but isn't this supposed to be a funny movie with Richard Gere? Uh, yeah, we're, we just need to talk about murder for a second. I know, that was I'd never weird. talk about it again. Right. Because here's the thing. That could have been its own movie. Exactly. About just her dealing with this and dealing with this lifestyle. But, and whatever, it's it's, it's the 90s. I understand. You, you're not going to bring it up again because you're going to... I understand why it was brought up because it's the realism of it. Right. And it's her realizing that she needs to get out of this and kind of really finding that final push. Uh, That final push being someone she know getting murdered. There you go. Um, And I know who did it. Okay. Because when they're talking about it... A couple minutes later, they're in a very similar area, uh, or the very close area. And this, okay, 
this guy walks by and he totally gives her like this weird look and he and he's like staring at Julia Roberts. And I know you could say, Ruben, he's probably just an extra or a guy who didn't realize he was in a movie and was like, is that Julia Roberts? And then kept walking. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he was the murderer looking for his next victim because right after that, because what he's doing is he's scoping it out, right? Because that's what murderers or criminals do. They scope out the area. They like sharks. They kind of circle the waters. Okay. And then later they come back and strike. Okay. So he's seeing, he's going, okay, okay, who who stays here? So he's, he sees her, and then she's like, Richard Gere! And he's like, foiled again. I legit thought her friend was going to die. So did I. The whole time I'm like, so that friend's going to eat it. Uh, but they never talk about murder ever again. No. It's not even like she's like, Richard Gere, my life is hard, because people I know are getting murdered because of their jobs. Nope. Nope. I mean, she talks about drug addiction. Well, that's that's hard. That's what I thought. She, she's not on drugs, though. That's no. her whole thing is she doesn't do drugs. Her friend does drugs. Right. Pretty hard drugs. Right. Um, so Richard Gere, is that Jason Alexander? Is that his friend? Yes. So I almost called him Newman. He's, it's a George Costanza. Yes. Creepy little weasel George Costanza. Yes. And he constantly looks wet. <laughs> he does. There's something about it that looks weird in the I tell you what, he... He's a great actor because he really, like, George Costanza is not sleazy. No. He's not at all. He's just a weirdo. Right. And kind of a jerk. This guy is super sleazy. Yes. Like, some people are unfortunately cursed with the always looking sleazy. Chris Cooper never not looks sleazy. Mickey Rourke post, like... 2004 never not looks sleazy right you know what i mean it's these these they, you just that's your look james spader always looks like he has a plan like like, <laughs> like you're like all right buddy like chill like he walks in and you're like oh he's gonna murder someone like, not me i'd be like hello james spader you want to come on our show he'd be like that uh sounds wonderful and i'd be like nope sorry door's locked bye yeah you creep no. and he'd just be staring at me through the window <laughs> okay so george costanza's like i'm garbage but not that's not revealed yet i'm it's not revealed that i'm garbage yet his what's his real jason alexander yeah I must stop calling him george costanza well you do know you I've, remember what his character was in the movie no okay what was his character's name no i don't know i haven't seen i i i haven't watched it in a while but i've watched it so many times that i felt like yeah we could just and i, I watched it. this fairly recently too because i was just like i just watched this Somebody would be like, actually, Ruben, it was four months ago because in that episode, blah, 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 you know what I mean? Wow. Somebody's a little cranky today. Dude. I am a little cranky today. Some guy yelled at me because he spilled his coffee. Why did he yell at you? Uh, because the lid was broken, which I mean, I guess like, hey, just be careful. But then he's, he was like, bleh. And I was like, sorry, man. And I helped him clean up. And then he like called the store and was like, bleh. And I was like, look, man, I just kind of, he was just like, that guy sucks. And I was like, I'll tell him. Um, <laughs> and it was you. I, I was like, I'll talk to him. But before I could even like really get that out, he like hung up. And I was like, oh, what a turd. I'm sorry. That guy's like, that guy didn't piece it together. He's like, wait a minute. The guy at the coffee shop and Ruben from KTMA are the same guy. And I was put on blast. Oh, no. Also, this is just a really quick side tangent. He was like yelling about how he ruined his brand new jacket and it was brand new. Okay, he did not ruin it. He got a little coffee on his sleeve. Okay, he could wash it. He was like, it's an $80 jacket. And my first thought was like, it's really not that much for a jacket. Like, right. you know what I mean? I'm like, that's, 
Where'd you get that jacket? That's a good deal. <laughs> yes. Because jackets are like... Sometimes they can be, yeah. Yeah. So like, but if you, you know... Well, I'm sorry that he got his jacket coffee and I'm not. He deserved it. What a turd. But you made it right. Yeah, I did. So, I okay, let's go back to Pretty Woman. And I'm sorry, you're cranky. Do you need That's, a hug? No, don't touch me. Come um, here. No. Nope. give you a hug. No. Nope. Come here. Here it is. No, oh, wow. Big bum hug. Wow, you're Big touching me. Wow. Big hug. Do you feel better now? Yeah, you didn't touch me. I know. <laughs> I didn't move, but you that's didn't, okay. You, you, we need to pull the curtain back. You are sitting on a couch. Yes. Like fully reclined. Well, yeah, because it's, it's your bed, which is a futon. Yes. But if I try to sit up straight, it hurts my neck because yes. it's a weird angle. So that's why my head is back because it hurts my neck if I sit straight. Yeah. Meanwhile, so, I'm over here sitting on like a folding chair. Yes, but you put me here. So, yeah. so no, you said this is your spot. Okay. So let's, sorry. Sorry, guys, for that huge. Yeah, whatever. Side it's one tangent. of those episodes. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a lot to say. I know. So. That's why I'm like, and I don't. Um, okay. So that's why I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's fine. Tangents keep Ahoy. keep going, and if if you're done, then we can talk about. No, mine. but I mean, so so Pretty Woman is a movie, and so then, uh, so Richard Gears gets lost in in Jason Alexander's car, and he's not trying to pick up, he's not trying to pick up Julie Roberts, but he does. Like he's not going there with the intent of picking her up. No, he's lost. He's lost, and then she like he's like wants directions, and she's like, "Pay me money for directions," and he's like, "Fair enough." So she gets in the car. And then later he lets her drive, and then they go back to the hotel, and nothing happens the first night. Right. Correct? Right. But, like, the second night it does? Well... He's, like, still paying her while it's happening? He pays her to... He pays her to stay with him. Yeah, to basically be his plus one for the week. Yeah. Which is weird. Well... Well, here's what I mean. You just paid someone that you just met. Yes. You paid them in advance. Yes. To spend an entire week with you. Yes. Oof, that's risky. Because what if, like, you saw a guy on the street and you were like, hey, man, I'll give you a whole week to, I'll pay you a million dollars to spend a whole week with me. And then you turn him around and it was Gilbert Godfrey and he's like, deal! <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, right. That's a, that's a risky move. Right. But it is a movie. Yeah. But you also got lucky that it was like Julia Roberts and not Fran Drescher. <laughs> Exactly, but it is a movie. So then she does, and he buys her clothes. We see sort of. He doesn't go out and buy her clothes. Well, he right. pays for the clothes. Well, yeah, because she tries to go buy clothes. and She tries to go to her. one place, and they're like, get out of here, you nerd. And she's like, all right, joke's on you, idiots. I'm Julia Roberts. <laughs> so, well, because she goes to like Rodeo Drive or something. And Did you just call it Rodeo Drive? That's what it's called. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> In UHF, he calls it Rodeo Drive, and yeah. that's what I was thinking that it, it was. Yeah. That's what I thought you said, but it... No, Rodeo Drive, Rodeo and then, Drive. yeah, I love that. So, yeah, and they're like, where's Snooty? And she's like, she socks him right in the head. No. Metaphorically. Yeah, I was going to say, because then she goes to another store. And the, and it's uh, it's uh, make all the boy moose go, wah. Yeah. It's that guy <laughs> from, oh my gosh, that's... I don't know if we talked about this when I first watched this movie, like for like a what are you buying, watching, selling, whatever. Yeah. This is totally Princess Bride. Kind of. But okay. Princess Bride is a cleaned up version of this because, and not cleaned up as in like a story sense, like, but cleaned up as in like a we want to show this to children. Because she is unexpected, 
Like she is not. She's wait just, a minute. The gonna make the boy moose go. Mm, that's prince. No, that's Princess Diaries. That's not that's Pretty what I Woman. Meant. I meant Princess Diaries. No, Princess Diaries with Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I think you said Princess Bride. I said Princess Bride like six times. Princess Diaries. Right. With Anne Hathaway. Yeah, make all the boy moose go. Eh. That's Princess Princess Diaries. Diaries. But this movie is just Princess Diaries. Here's an I mean. adult version. Yes. Yes. Princess Diaries is a toned down version of this that's about a based on a book series a high school kid not it's based on a book series yeah i think so i don't know about that princess diaries yeah um but so it you know she starts and she's really not that special or whatever and then some she acquires this wealth for some reason and becomes very special and then the hotel manager is the guy from princess diaries yes I love, what's his name? Do you remember his name? But Not I, Stanley Tucci. No, but it's... No, but you know what I mean? Because in my right. brain, I'm always like, is that Stanley Tucci? And I'm like, no, it's that other guy. I love this guy, though. Yeah. He's uh, so and good. then Make All the Boy Moose Go Wah is also there. Oh, there you go. Was he on all that? Was he? You know, no. But you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He was not on all that. But, uh, okay. So. so he makes her look good. And then she looks good. And she's trying to be better. And then... Jason Alexander finds out how he knows her, and he tries to ruin her. And proposition her, then he wants to do it, too. Yeah, he's something. a garbage person. I was going to say, yeah. Like, this movie for being a romantic comedy, which, I mean, I guess it's just because it was the 90s, but, like, hey, you know what a romantic comedy needs? Murder and sexual violence threats. Exactly, yeah. Like, yikes. But, I mean, granted, this does have an R rating. Oh, yeah, it deserves it. There's an F, right? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, maybe a couple. But, not like, but it's not like Reservoir Dogs. Like, it's, no, 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 no. It's not like F and F and F and F and F and F and F. Like, it's no, like one but or I two. mean, uh, it's okay. The restaurant scene where she's trying to eat, and then is it the snails? And she's trying to open it, and it goes like flying across the room. Yes, Julia Roberts is a great actress. What do you? Is she retired? No, she still does stuff. She's doing an Amazon series right now. Oh, good for her. Yeah, no, she does a lot of stuff. She doesn't need to. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, I, I feel like when, when you're someone like Julia Roberts, you can just kind of do whatever at this point. Well, and I, she's also a mom. She's got twins. Yeah, but I think they're probably older. No, they're probably teenagers now. But that's what I mean. Is, yeah, but I'm just saying. But, like, also, your mom is Julia Roberts. Like, I don't think mom's too mu- too worried about money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. with with all the movies that Julie Roberts has been in in just the 90s alone. Right. She's probably fine. Like, yeah. And like you said, I think she, now she can pick and choose what she exactly. wants to do. It's a lot of these, these, I say older, but I don't mean old. I just mean these people who came to popularity in the 90s can pick and choose what they Well, didn't do. she do Wonder? Wasn't she in Wonder with Owen Wilson? Not as the mom. I thought she was the mom. No, that's uh, Jennifer Garner. No, it was. It's, it, she is not the mom to Owen Wilson's. Like, that's not her and Owen Wilson. Okay. Then I'm she's wrong. She's a little bit older than Owen Wilson. Mm, okay. I'm I will be. I would be. I'm it, looking it up right is now. Is it Hillary Swank? No. Her, Jennifer Garner, Hillary Swank, Sandra Bullock, and Julia Roberts all look reminiscent of each other to me. Okay. I'm looking it up right now. Um. But so I mean, this—it's a very iconic movie. It is. It's. Like, it was, like, and the music is great. Yeah, I mean, it's all. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, go for Say it. Say you're sorry. No. 2017. It's not. No, it's she's like Julia Roberts. Shut up. No, I'm. Don't say shut up to your mother. That's rude. Let me see the picture. 
right here. Owen Wilson, Julia Roberts, and the little boy. Yes. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so. I was wrong. Also, I've been, I was thinking when we were going to record this episode, I've been thinking about this all week, so if I don't say it. Okay, go ahead and say it. I'm going to forget it. Okay. The intro to Pretty Woman. Yes. Just the music. Hello, Roy Orbison. Sing, just sing the intro. Sing the guitar intro. No, you sing it. The. Okay. Every time I sing it, I have to not go. Oh, yeah. Because it, it's not. It's, right. I'm sure they're totally different. But, but it reminds me. in my brain, you. Whip It and Pretty Woman sound start exactly the same. There you go. Um, I, This movie's a buy it, by the way. Because uh, if you've never seen it, this really is. like I think this is going to sound weird. Uh, it, but it's a good connection. A lot of people recently have been getting upset because a lot of other people are referring to Sandra Bullock as the lady from Bird Box. Okay. She is not the lady from Bird Box. Yes, she is. No, she's Sandra Bullock. She got it. She's you know she's been in Miss Congeniality while she's you were sleeping. While you're sleeping, she's in Speed Two. She's she's in all these things. She's not just the lady from Bird Box. I think this generation, this upcoming generation, doesn't really know who Julia Roberts is. Right. Like, and and that's, this is going to be a weird tangent, but that's bizarre to me because I always thought about that growing up in the 90s uh, with these movie stars. Like, but I would watch these old Bugs Bunny cartoons. Okay. Where Bugs Bunny would go to these Hollywood clubs or they would be set in these Hollywood clubs and all the people there would be parodies of real celebrities. Right. Like Jimmy Stewart or Clark, Jack Benny, Jack Benny, Clark Gable, these people that meant nothing to me, but they were huge celebrities. And I think that we're finally starting to get there. Like these, Adam Sandler doesn't really mean much to kids, but he, but like kids know who Adam Sandler is. But like Julia Roberts, right? But I think that the, her new um, Amazon series is going to introduce her to new people. Sure, but I don't think it's going to introduce her to young people. Maybe. Because the series it itself doesn't look like it's designed for everybody. You know what I mean? It looks like right. it's designed for people who know who Julie Roberts is. Not in a bad way. Right. But it, it doesn't look like it's like, a, hey, everybody, let's bring your friends. Like, right. Like Julie Andrews could do that. Julie Andrews could be like, I'm somebody, I think it is Julie Andrews. I don't know. Somebody has like a kid's show on Netflix where it is Julie Andrews, I think. I love where her. Where she like, she teaches kids about stuff. Yeah, of course she does. Like I I, I'm probably that. wrong. I've been wrong a lot this episode already. That's weird. That's okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, we still think you're great. Thanks, Mom. Why do you say we? We, the people that listen. Oh, okay. All That's right. good to speak for them, I guess. I will. Uh, pretty one we barely talked about. I don't care. <laughs> Okay, sounds good because I have a lot to talk about. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm like, look, Pretty Woman is good, and if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Uh, it's just, it's very iconic, and there's a lot that like, it's very funny, it's very well written, it's it's an enjoyable. It just got a, a musical. Did it? Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to see it as a musical. In Chicago though. right now, I think. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to see it as a musical. <laughs> There'd be too much music. <laughs> I mean, welcome to musicals, but I know, but uh, yeah. So All right, we'll go for it. Okay, so look what I have, Ruben. Notes. Look at that. Wow, a lot of notes. For me, that's a lot because I never do notes. Okay, so I watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. How's my, Ruben, I'm kind of leaned back. It's my vault. My fine. Son. Okay. Um, and uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly was actually the third movie of the Man Mighty with Mighty Ducks trilogy. No, the 
I get to talk now. Okay. The Man With No Name trilogy. The first one was A Fistful of Dollars, then A Few Dollars More, and then The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And these were called Spaghetti Westerns. And I knew they were called Spaghetti Westerns, but I couldn't remember why. So I looked it up. The ter- and I'm reading... a big meatball. <laughs> no. The term is used by American critics and in um, and other countries... Because these westerns were produced and directed by Italians. Mm-hmm. And The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly was also shot in um, Spain. Yeah. So that's where it was done, which threw me off a little bit. So, okay, let me see. Where have I? I've got so much stuff going on here. I don't know what I want to tell you. Um, so the cast, let's talk about the cast. Eli Wallach, he looked so familiar to me. And I had to kind of punch his picture because this was, again, 1966. And Ruben, you've seen The Holiday, right? With Jack Black and Kate Maybe. Winslet. Maybe like once. And then the little old man. And he's walking. And then Kate Winslet helps him get stronger. Well, that's Eli Wallach. So, that's um, exciting. For those of you that have ever seen The Holiday, that's who Eli Wallach is. So stars Clint Eastwood, Eli Wallach. And there was another guy in it. And I'm sorry, his character was called Angel Eyes. So a little interesting tidbit about this movie is when I was watching it, I noticed it right away. There's actually only three English speakers in the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's Eli Wallach and Clint Eastwood and the actor that plays Angel Eyes. Um, all the rest of them were either speaking Spanish or Italian and it was dubbed over in English. And that's the, kind of cool. It, yeah, because at first I'm like, wait, what? And another thing that's interesting is the director. I didn't write his name down, but uh, Sergio Leone. Yes, he only spoke Italian or French. So Eli Wallach spoke French, so they spoke together in French. Um, and then he had to use interpreters for anyone else. Like Clint Eastwood didn't speak any other um, language except English. So this is the story. It's long. Let me just warn you. Three-hour movie, right? It's a three-hour movie. The first 10 minutes, there's no talking at all. Not bad. No, and you know what's interesting is he didn't need it. There's this one scene where you meet Angel Eyes, and he comes into this house, and there is no speaking, and there's the the little boy runs away, and the mom goes away, and it's just the dad and Angel Eyes, and they're eating, and there's no talking. But visually, the eyes, the dad looks scared. And Angel Eyes just like staring at him. So it's just, it doesn't need any words. The scene is played so beautifully. Yeah. So basically, Angel Eyes, I'm just going to wrap this up really quick. The storyline, because at first it takes quite a while to figure out what's going on. But basically what's happening is Angel Eyes is looking for someone who stole gold. And then Clint Eastwood's character's name is Blondie. Because he doesn't really have a name. So, yes, Tuco calls him Blondie. So that's what they all call him. And he, they end up finding this man and also hearing about where the gold is. So bottom line is everybody is rushing to the gold, but everybody else is trying to shoot everybody else while they're looking for the gold. Tuco and Blondie are working together, but Tuco is really only nice when he thinks he's going to get something. Yeah. Because... He and Blondie are constantly at each other, like trying to set the other one up and trying not to to get the money and and all that. So that's interesting. I'm going to go more about that storyline. But I have a bunch of other stuff to talk about here. Um, okay, let's see. 
There, um, there is a scene in the movie where Tuco has his gun like on a lanyard. Did you notice that? It's kind of like yeah. hanging from his neck. I read on Amazon Prime that the director wanted Eli Wallach to be able to like move his body to pull the gun off the lanyard and catch it in his hand. And Eli Wallach said, I don't think I can do that. You show me how to do it. And the director did it. The gun landed on his pee-pee parts. And so the director said, okay, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I thought that was really kind of funny. He didn't land there. It, well, Wait, we, he was sitting? I don't know what happened. Because I'm like, how do you, if he's standing and it like slaps. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just didn't, it landed in his hand. It landed on that. That's hilarious. I, I thought that was interesting. And then, um, also the bathtub scene. Did you not love the bathtub scene? Oh, it's great. Because, yeah, he's all taking a bath. And then the guy's like, ha, ha, ha. And all of a sudden, Eli Wallach pulls a gun out of the bath water, which it probably wouldn't really work, right? If everything's wet. And then blam, blam. And not just like blam. Like blam, blam, blam. Shot. I mean, this was a pretty violent film. For 1966. I still thought it was like, ooh. I, I was sitting getting my brakes done and a couple of times I was like, oh, I'm glad I had the earphones in. But, and then um, I have some interesting facts about this movie. Okay. Clint Eastwood's salary delayed the filming of this movie. Makes sense. Because he, at the end, they were fighting back and forth. Um, he wanted $250,000 to make this movie. <sighs> but that was more than the fistful of dollars the entire budget. Oof. So he ended up getting the $250,000 for the film and a Ferrari. Dope. And then um, Eli Wallach had, had not seen Fistful of Dollars or A Few Dollars More. So they set him up in a room to watch it. It was only on for a few minutes. He stood up. He told the projectionist to turn it off and he said he'll do it. And he was the Tuco guy. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's a really cool, like, it, yes. Like, I totally understand that because you just, you want the vibe. Yes. Like, what is the vibe? And it's, yes. And they originally wanted someone else to play it, but he turned it down. So they offered it to Eli Wallach, who was a Hollywood actor for over 60 years. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, you have to see Holiday now just to see him because he's super cool and so different. I mean, he's got like this big, thick Italian accent. But even though the accent was different, and I mentioned this too, he reminded me of Bob Hoskins for some reason. Yeah, you kept telling me that. Yeah, that, that. So let me see. I liked the music was basically the theme song over and over, but it worked. I mean, it, like a good score. Yeah. A good score has that hook that continues to repeat throughout the film. And I think that that, that really is the... Wah, 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 wah. Like, and the, you want to talk about iconic theme songs. Exactly. Like, I think, I think that is one of the few iconic theme songs that is not John Williams. It's a good one. But you know what I mean? Like, right. Like, every other iconic theme song is... You'd be like, oh, yeah, the E.T., like, John Williams, Jaws, John Williams, Star Wars, John Williams... Uh, the the running one on the beach, John Williams. The running one on the beach? The ba, 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 that is not John Williams. That's not John Williams. That's Vangeli Van Van V A N G E L I S. If you're thinking of Chariots of Fire, that yeah. is not John Williams. That is 
No, that's V-A-N-G-E-L-I-S. Because Oscar Mayer has a way of V-A-N-G-L-E-S. I-S. But no, that wasn't John Williams. V-A-N-G-L-I-S. Yeah, that was... Hey, that works. It does, actually. Oscar Mayer has a way with V-A-N-G-L-I-S. Okay. So, anyway, (laughs) this is a great story. You just have to stick with it. It's a little long. Well, yeah. I mean, I think they could have eliminated a bunch, but yeah, but so fine. Kind of when you meet Blondie and Tuco, Blondie arrests Tuco because he's wanted for all these terrible crimes, and they're going to hang him, and he's on a horse. Blondie's not a cop, though. No, I, to me, it was kind of like a bounty hunter yeah, kind of yeah. thing, and he um, he's just about to be hung. They hit the horse to run off, so then he'll he'll um, hang, and Blondie hits the rope and breaks it, and you come to find out they're kind of doing this con together. But then they're constantly at each other. There's one point, I can't remember what Blondie did to Tuco, but Tuco got mad, made Blondie walk through the f- desert, and like Tuco is on his horse with this... I must have fallen asleep or something. This little pink parasol. It's like, do do do. And Clint Eastwood is walking through the desert. And he's like all sunburned and blistered. Well, then come to find out the guy that they're looking for, the treasure, is where this is when they become involved. Because a stagecoach or a, a horse and carriage, it wasn't like that, but comes by. One soldier is dead. The other one is dying. And he says, my name is this, and that's who Angel Eyes has been looking for. This is my name. I have $200,000 buried in a cemetery. This is the name of the cemetery. And Tuco says, what's the name? Where is it? And and he's kind of going to die. And he goes, hold on, I'll get you some water. Don't die. Don't die. And he goes running over, grabs his water, runs back. The guy is dead, but Blondie is standing there. And Blondie knows the name of the soldier that it's buried. So then now all of a sudden, Tuco's like, don't die, Blondie, don't die. Takes him to like a monastery, tries to take him to like a soldier where the soldiers are. But they're like, nope, take him to the monastery. Take him to the monastery. Come to find out, Tuco's brother is the head mo- the head priest there. What a cool reveal. I, I thought that was, I was like, wait, what? And then they had a little bit of brother. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You're always too good. You could either be good or bad. You know, I'm better than you, whatever. So then he gets better. Blondie gets better. And now he's his Tuco's best friend. But they're still constantly one up in each other. And given the opportunity, they would shoot each other and take all the money. And it's $250,000 in gold. So they finally, well, then something happens and they're, they're on horses and it's soldiers are coming. And Tuco says to him, well, what color are the uniforms? Well, the uniforms are gray. Okay. So then they start shouting out all these terrible things. I'm going to sneeze in a minute about the, um, (coughs) sorry, about the soldiers that are wearing blue. Oh, he's terrible. He's awful. Boo to them. We don't like them. We like you. The soldiers come up. And the reason why the soldiers are gray is because they're covered in dust. They're actually the blue soldiers. So then now they've become um, like prisoners of war. And then an angel eyes is in, the, in this blue regiment. And so then they find out 
The reason why Angel Eyes finds out that Tuco has been impersonating this soldier is because he says the name and that's the soldier that Angel Eyes has been looking for. So then they beat him up really bad to try to get him to tell. And Angel Eyes says, well, it's at this cemetery, but I don't know the name because he died. But Blondie knows. Ask Blondie. But Angel Eyes brought Tuco in and gave him food and then just beat the crap out of the other. They had an, a big soldier beat the yeah. crap out of him. And then... Then he brings Blondie in and he says, I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat you because you're not going to tell me. We're just going to go get it together. So they end up going together. The big scene at the end. Did you love that? It totally reminded me like a bullfight kind of an issue. Yeah. It was like a threesome. You know, there was all three of them. They had their guns and it was. Mexican standoff. Yes. Mexican standoff. That's what that's called. Oh, is that what it's called? It's in uh, Reservoir Dogs. Oh. Remember in Reservoir Dogs at the end when. Yes. Harvey. Cartel's on the ground. Yes. With Tim Roth. Yes. Steve Buscemi's there. Yes. One other guy's there. And they all have their guns pointed at each other and they all fire. Yes. Mexican standoff. So that's what it happens. Except Tuco doesn't have any bullets in his gun, but he doesn't know that. Uh So because Clint Eastwood took him out. So then Clint Eastwood kills Angel Eyes. And I love how he shot. I love how he shot and... um. Rolls right into the grave. Did you see that? It was like, oh, that's convenient. Oh, that'll be easy for burying. And then, so yay, Tuco runs and finds, well, he tries to find the money and he's digging and digging. And Glenny Swood's like, yep, because it's not there because it was in this spot. And so he finds the money. And then Blondie makes Tuco put a rope around his neck, puts him on like this wooden cross and there's the money. And he takes his, Blondie's going to drive, uh, ride on his horse away. Tuco's about to hang, and that cross is really wobbly, and he's going to hang. And he's, like, yelling at him, ah, all these terrible, horrible things about him and stuff to about Blondie. And then Blondie turns around, shoots the rope, and Tuco gets his money. So he gets... Mm-hmm. It, it's just a really good film. Another thing I wanted to say is I don't know how old Clint Eastwood was when he filmed this film but there were several scenes where i definitely could see where his son scott looks like him and there's no doubt who scott eastwood's father is because it definitely looks Dana like carvey him. no no no. i mean he looks like his dad so anyway good film he was 36 okay so and i don't know how old scott eastwood is now i'm gonna guess probably late 20s to early 30s so because i saw him in that 32. Yeah. So, okay. So, that's, yeah. They're about the same. They look very much the same. So, good film. Great. Uh, it took me so long to watch it because I just kept poking my Amazon Prime because there was so much good information and, and interesting tidbits about this film and, and all the things oh, that yeah. happened. I mean, it's a good... Did you like it? I love this movie. There's so much iconic... Oh, your alarm's going off. No. Nope, Not my phone this time. No, it was, it was my It was my phone. Uh, but a, uh, no, I mean, this is like, this is one of those movies that you watch and the whole time you're like, wait, this feels like, yep. Yep. Well, this was the beginning of all these kind but of that's movies. What I mean, the, yeah. Is that, but even stuff that is totally unrelated pulls from this where you get stuff that you see where Tarantino got inspiration. You see where a lot of these superhero movies got inspiration. This like this trio of movies really is like the West the western version of a lot of these like japanese samurai films because it, oh yeah because you know what i mean like like 
Seven Samurai, which even inspired itself, the the Western. Right. Uh, but it just, it, there's a lot of these these movies that like have so much inspiration. There's a bunch of uh, samurai inspiration in Star Wars, obviously with like Vader's costume and Vader himself and the sword fighting, but and the, you know the robes and stuff. But even just like the story elements, right? And, and so I think that that this being one of those kind of like staples in like story in Western storytelling, even though it's set in or it, it's filmed in you know Spain, Spain, it's still very Western. It's that idea of America and the idea of cowboys, and I, I think. Cowboys are always something we like to go back to. Absolutely. Because Spielberg said, like, I think it was Spielberg. Somebody said that, you know, soon superhero movies will go the way of the Western. Sure. Great. I'm probably wrong that Spielberg said that because I've been wrong on episode. But, <laughs> but yes. But I think that, I think, I think Western is a much more influential genre. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. be- because, like, all superhero movies are just westerns or samurai like they're they're taking these elements of these other movies but i love that like you have your three main characters you have your literally your good character your bad character and your kind of anti-hero character yep and yeah they're not cut and dry he's not always good he's not always bad and he's not always this i mean yes he's the anti-hero because he's always flip-flop and that's his whole shtick that's right anti-hero. but i think that like you look at characters just in modern media that are inspired by this flip-flop kind of character or you know what i mean they're just like a do the this kind of scary intimidating uh for me that opening scene where he walks in and there's no talking and then he sits there at the table and the guy's like oh you're gold i'll find it that reminded me and this is going to sound so bizarre okay of a javier bardem in no country for old men okay where he walks in with the air tank and you have no idea what's going on and he's just this menacing figure What's, what I love so much about this movie, too, is the silhouettes. Yes. Every character has a silhouette that is that character. Just when they're standing in a doorway, you know exactly who's in that doorway. I also loved the fact, first of all, I've never seen Country for Old Men because no I think it's a, little, yeah. it's a little, it's a little rough. It's a little violent for me. Anyway, I also love in the movie where something happens and there's gunmen against Blondie and they're like, hey, 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 because your hand's in your pocket. Well, and he just, it's like a poncho. He just goes, whew, and his gun just comes right out. Yeah. It's it's good. Also, a little tidbit that I read that, you know, he smoked those cigars the whole movie. Mm-hmm. He hated them. Really? He even had to tell the director in a few scenes, if you don't get it right this time, if, if we don't finish it this, I'm going to throw up. That he hated <laughs> those cigars. And they did ask him to do a fourth, and he turned it down. Yeah, this didn't need a fourth. I no. Mean, I think all movies stand on their own really well. Yeah, so... And how iconic is that cowboy hat and poncho? Exactly. Because like, every single time something is doing a, we- a Western homage or pastiche, there's always cowboy hat and poncho. Like, doesn't if it's a video game, if it's a TV show, if it's anything, cowboy hat and poncho. I cannot believe that I just overpassed this completely. What? We're talking about Star Wars being in, inspired by samurais. Yes. Han Solo is a freaking cowboy. Exactly. Like, he's got the whole... You could put Han Solo in this movie. Right. And it would totally fit because it's that, like, the, the lone gun on his own, you know, maybe a friend, but it, it's just him and he's quick shooting and... You know, shoot first, ask questions later, but not in like a hard way. Right. And just like, a, if I don't, you will. Um, 
no, this movie's so inspirational. Like, it, it's it's influential. It's amazing. What do you rate it? So, for me, it's definitely a rent it. Okay. Only because I wouldn't watch it again. So sure. it's it's not a buy it because I wouldn't watch it again. Um, but I liked it. Uh, would I watch A Fistful of Dollars and a Few Dollars More? Probably not. Especially if they're three hours long. I mean, that's a long time. But I didn't, where some movies, you know, I've complained, I'll never get that time back. I didn't mind it so much. You know, mm-hmm. granted, I was sitting, getting my breaks done. But yeah, totally. But it was, it was, I was okay with that. So it's good. I, I definitely, and if you've never seen it, which probably anybody your age or younger has never seen it. Right. It, I think this is just like Pretty Woman where you don't get it. Clint Eastwood doesn't mean anything to you if you're too young. He really, it really doesn't. Um, no, he's done a couple of films, but he's got that new one out. The Mule. I yeah. want to see that. Yeah. So, okay. So let's see. Should I do the shtick or should I do, should we do, do what the, do you? Do the spiel first. The spiel. Okay. We've got a Facebook. Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have an email. Uh, show at gmail.com. And if you'd like some really cool KTMA show merchandise, go to TeePublic, T-E-E Public, mm-hmm. and look us up. Um, there's some nice shirts. Ruben, you've been wearing a couple of really nice ones yeah, that I, buy I like. Yeah, my merch. Fight me. No, that's okay, because I'm going to buy my own merch, too. Cool. Um, let's see. We have a Patreon, if you'd like to support our tiny little baby podcast. Yeah, KTMA show, uh, patreon.com slash KTMA show. And we do appreciate it. We have some yeah, Patreons awesome. that amazing. we really, really appreciate. Um, let me see. What else do we have? We have a Twitter. We do have a Twitter. And we have a Discord. So look it up. Uh, we have Discord. Yeah, it's, link is in the description. And I think, is that it? Did we get any emails this week, Ruben? We didn't get any emails this week. Okay, well, that's okay. Uh, hey, really quick, I just got to talk about this. Okay. Uh, recently, uh, it was a friend of a friend, um, so I didn't know him that well. I, I talked to him a couple times. Uh, his name was Kevin Barnett. He was a podcaster uh, for the last podcast network. He was on shows like Roundtable of Gentlemen. Uh, he actually wrote for a lot. He wrote on the show Rel. He was a co-creator of it, actually. Uh, he actually just passed away super unexpectedly. Oh. Uh, 32 years old i mean it is insane to see the celebrities that actually knew him he was really he really was he had a lot going for him and he had a lot coming up and he really 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 was an up-and-comer and it was such a bummer to hear about it because i didn't want to believe it you know what i mean because this show roundtable of gentlemen it's six friends i think that just sit around and just talk about nothing Right. It's literally just a roundtable where they have news stories, but sometimes they don't even do the news stories. They just talk about whatever. And he was always this, like, almost almost this voice of reason. Because you'd hear these, these five drunk white people just blah, blah, blah. And then you just hear this cool, smooth voice going to be like, what are you talking about? That's funny. Um, but uh, some of his uh, friends, that are his comedian friends or his coworkers, actually set up a GoFundMe for his parents for his memorial service. Aww. Um, so if you're interested in that, uh, go to GoFundMe.com slash Bird, B-I-R-D, Luger, L-U-G-E-R. That was his nickname. And it wasn't even like that was his like stage name. He, I don't remember where the nickname Bird Luger came from, but he loved birds. And he subscribed to Horse Illustrated Magazine. Like he was just right. this super hardworking guy, but he was, he was like, just like, he really liked birds and horses. And so... Uh, if you can donate to that, that that's awesome. Um, oh, I mean, so they, they have up to their goal like four times, which is good. That's a very right. good thing that it was 25 and then it was 30 Thousand? and now it's, yeah. 
and now it's 45,000. Wow. Good uh, for right them. Right now they're sitting at about $40,000. I mean, his he loved his family and I think that like that's amazing that like people are coming out of the woodwork to support that and to help him because uh, And to help his folks. Yeah, because you, you yeah. Ne- okay, this is going to be a real bummer. You never want to bury your kids. Nope, you sure don't. You don't want to bury your kids. That that's a that's a huge bummer. So, well good. And and, and for especially for it to be something so unexpected. It was pancreatitis or pancreatitis, a total, yeah, right? A total unexpected, uh, and just, just, wow. Just boom. Uh, and he wasn't even in America when it happened, which is a oh. bummer. Yeah. So, well, good enough. Well then, yeah, if you can, if you can sponsor a little bit of that, go to yeah, there definitely. and Yeah, it's, it's a one-time thing. It's not like Patreon where it's right. every month. It's a one-time, little you donation. donate how much and then, you know, you, well, it's, there's no like, if you donate 50, you get this. No, it's just if you just can. Just because you feel like you yeah. want to. All right, so what have you been... I really haven't been watching too much. Boo. Oh, but I have some good news. What's your good news? And Because I know you're going to be happy. Winterfest was canceled. They blew up the Hallmark Channel. Oh, no, better news than that. So we have the Hallmark Channel. Okay. We have the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel. Okay. No, there's not a third one. And DirecTV just picked up... The Hallmark Drama Channel. So there's going to be a third? Wait a minute. The Hallmark Drama Channel. Yes. No, 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 no. So that's drama. No, 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 no. Because here's what Hallmark Drama Channel is, okay? Okay. Oh, Scooby-Doo and his friends, they solved a mystery. Let's pull Hallmark Drama Channel's mask off. Oh, it's been Lifetime the whole time. No. So You cannot tell me. You cannot sit there and say... Oh, the Hallmark drama channel isn't just Lifetime movies. No, it's not. They're not but they won't call them Lifetime no, movies. No, because Lifetime movies are definitely different than Hallmark. But no, these are Hallmark movies. This is Little House in the Prairie. This is Touched by an Angel. This is Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. I love Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Well, good. It's on 42 times in a day. You loved Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. You keep saying that. I don't remember watching it. You loved it. It was your favorite show. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know. But sounds good. Um, and so I've been watching a little bit of that. And I've been watching Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Because it's your favorite. <laughs> and Touched by an Angel. Wasn't and... Johnny Cash on Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman? I don't am know. Am I having, like, am I like. You're just tripping out today, you weirdo. No, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman had Johnny Cash in it. I mean, I've been wrong about everything else today. Yeah, I, not for like. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll let you know when it comes on if it comes on. So that's really all I've been watching. Watched a couple of old movies, uh, High Society with Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, and Grace Kelly. Uh, finished Harvey Girls with Judy Garland. Uh, there's really nothing else on TV wise that I'm watching. Oh, the Titan Games. What's the Titan Games? The Titan Games is is basically these really great athletes that have come from adversity and are competing almost like a what do you mean adversity like different things in their lives that have knocked them down and they're coming back up and but they're in amazing shape and it's men and women so the men are versus the men and the women versus women are these crazy um challenges Dwayne the rock johnson he's a host He's kind of a host, but not really, because there's two guys that during the games, oh. they're talking. Then he's, I don't know, it's very weird, but it's a f- interesting show. I've been watching that. And uh, I um, American Ninja Warriors on tonight, uh, USA versus the world, which is always, it's like they're all stars. It's always fun. So that's it. That's all I've been watching. I saw Glass. How was that? I liked it. 
Uh, it's getting a lot of hate online, but I think that recently people are just being negative about everything. It's really not terrible. I would put it in the the higher, like if you had the two categories of M. Night Shyamalan films, bad or good, it's in the good category. I think this whole trilogy is pretty good. You know what I mean? Like it's a pretty good trilogy. It's I have to see Unbreakable. Lens. I haven't seen that one. He, people are like, are you going to do a fourth one? Are you going to do more? And he's like, no, good. It doesn't need it. Look, I love Marvel, but every single franchise does not need 172 movies. No. We can just have something be a trilogy. Yep. And I think that for him to say, no, it's just a trilogy, that's incredible. Because I totally could see that if it did really well financially, that the studio could be like, make a fourth. But we don't need a, you know what I mean? We don't right. need more. We don't, they, they they set it up like there's a bigger universe. But we don't need to, know, like. Leave it at that. Leave it. Just let, let us imagine it. Well, yeah. And what's interesting is Unbreakable came out so long ago. 19 years ago. Yeah, so that's a long time. You know what's really cool? Huh. And this, this, I'm, I've done, he's not getting enough credit for this. The kid who plays the kid in Unbreakable. Okay. He came back to play the kid in this movie. 19 years later. Yes, he's so, not a child. I was to say, so he's probably in his 20s. Yes, but he's playing him, his, he's playing the same character. Nice. But as an adult. And it's like, good. That's cool. That yeah, you, you can do that and that you can say like instead of like oh we're gonna recast with a big name nope this movie was not rush out and bring your friends and everyone like this was a movie for people that like superhero movies but like them a little bit more in depth okay and like a little bit more interesting and james mcavoy is still gross and terrifying love that uh, ooh, uh, ooh. okay no, because when he changes all around and does all the personalities and they're all different, they're all scary. I know, that, but doesn't that tell you that James McAvoy is a good actor? Yeah, have you seen his real voice? No, I don't think so. He's Scottish. Yes, he is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What? Yes. Like he was on like SNL, he was like, hello, I'm James McAvoy. And I was like, what? Yes. Why do you sound like that? Because that's... This is my normal voice, right, yeah. Ben? I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> Stop talking to me, James McAvoy. Yeah, Why are you talking to me through the television? So I'm going to kill you. No, <laughs> that's rude. Okay, so anything else you want to talk about before we talk about yeah. next week's theme? Yeah. Oh, I what? Tell what else I saw. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. The NHL All-Star Game. Yes, you did. It was really cool. It was a really cool experience. I got tickets from my uncle, and it was a and it was an insane experience. I enjoy hockey. I'm, I'm not the biggest, like, I need to see every game. But it's probably my favorite sport to watch live. Um... I love hockey. I just really, I enjoy watching it. Uh, I went with my girlfriend, Whitney, who previously mentioned, gave us $15 for me to read Twilight. <laughs> Great. Uh, but she was like, I want to see somebody get in a fight. And I'm like, that's not this kind of game. Like, because it's three on three. It's Pacific versus Central. And then Atlantic, is that the other direction? Atlantic versus Metropolitan. So it's three games. Oh, I didn't know each that. Each is only two periods, and each is only 10 minutes long. Oh, I didn't know that. But each team also has, like, two goalies, I think, so they swap the goalies out in halftime, quote-unquote. And then, so it's just, but it's a it's a whatever, nothing. It doesn't matter. No, it's just fun. Um, But I saw the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. What did you see? I saw Gritty. What? Gritty. What's Gritty? Gritty's the mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers. Is he your favorite now? He is my new favorite. Why? Because I'm pretty sure that Gritty... Here's what happened, okay? All right, guys, we need a new mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. Greg, what did you bring? What? Yeah, Greg, it's your turn. 
This is this is the final deadline. Remember, if you don't turn something in, you're fired. Uh, and he had like a colored pencil. And he's just like, uh, this is gritty. Uh, what is he? A nightmare? Because um, what is the Philadelphia? Is it the Flyers? Yes. I'm going to show you. Because you, you sent me those pictures and I was like, you, okay. You could barely see him. Um, this is what this nightmare looks like. Oh, he's weird. He looks like a bad Muppet. He looks like somebody... He looks like a Muppet on narcotics. He's kind of weird looking. Uh, but he's, he's also... Big. Yeah, he, he's normal mascot size. Right. He's also the meanest mascot in a good way. Like, one kid had a hat that, like... She was, like... You know, not like a baby or anything. She understand the situation. Uh, and she's sitting there with her mom, and she's, like, wearing a hat. And Gritty doesn't like the hat. And she's like, look at my hat! And Gritty takes the hat and goes, oh, nice hat, huh? And throws it. <gasps> and people are like, ah, me and Whitney are like, this is the best. <laughs> and then this one guy's like getting in Gritty's face, but not like really, but like if like Gritty could have escalated this a little too far. The guy's like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do you want to fight me, Gritty? But not really. And Gritty proceeds to slap the man in the face, turn around and like do this little like whoop and like pop his stomach out and then sit down in his chair. And the guy just like laughs. And I'm like, bud, you, you, you push out one, didn't you? Yeah. You really shot the moon on that and got lucky. Because um, what if that man just beating the crap out of Gritty? I know. That would not have been a good family-friendly. Uh, Gritty, Gritty is the best mascot I've ever seen. Because, okay, here's the thing. Gritty is definitely supposed to be unsettling. Some of these mascots are accidentally uns- unsettling, and that's way worse. So were all the mascots there? I believe every mascot of a represented team was there. Got it. I don't know if that's true. It could have been all the mascots because it really felt like every time we looked in a different section, we saw a mascot we had not seen yet. Oh, that's cool. Um, Gritty was the only one not stopping to take pictures because he's new and everyone is terrified of him. Like, because he's like the new mascot. So I think probably the Vegas one, when Vegas just started, it was probably similar. Um, But yeah, Gritty's a nightmare. Um, But I mean, it was fun. We took a picture with a couple of the mascots. One, the one, this is genius. This is such a tangent episode, but I don't care. Uh, the one, the mascot for the Capitals. Okay. They won. He had, he had a Stanley Cup ring. Cool. The mascot had one, but it wasn't like a normal one. It was a big fake Stanley Cup ring that he could hold on his big fake finger or whatever. And he would like pose, pose for pictures with it. And people were always like, let me see the bling. So they'd like punch it forward and like pictures and stuff. It was really, I, Okay. I enjoy mascots probably too much, not in a weird way, but like I just <laughs> I'm like a I'm like a you know not like one of those ways. But like it, it's just interesting to me. Like I love the idea of just going and being like, "Hey, I'm going to work now. I'm putting on a big foam head, <laughs> just like slapping a drunk guy in the face, like right. calling it a day." But like it's also cool because all of these mascots have different personalities. Absolutely. Like, and they're not going to do. Things that other mascots are going to do. Right. Sharky is going to jokingly bite your head. Right. Because he's a shark. And he's got a big mouth. Gritty's not going to bite your head, even though his mouth is a gaping black hole to nothing. But he's going to do these kind of sassy moves that Sharky's not going to do. People who are not into hockey are like, who cares? And it's like, it's interesting. It's fun. It really is interesting. Um, there was a bunch that we saw that I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Right. Uh, there's one, this green one. I think it's the Dallas Stars. It, it Before, like, Whitney was like, is that gritty? And I'm like, no, but that's even worse. Uh-oh. <laughs> there oh. was one that's like a 
dog and its tongue was hanging out. But it was like not like a short tongue, like it was like long, but it was like really it was it looked like it was gonna murder somebody. Oh. There's a lion too. That like the lion, like the mouth just kind of flopped around. Didn't like that. Cause what? that cause I was like, that's worse than gritty. She was like, How is that worse than gritty? I'm like, cause that's accidentally unsettling. Right. Like like Michael Myers is accidentally unsettling because he's wearing an inside out uh, William Shatner mask. Okay. Like that's not made to be unsettling. The, the mask itself is not made to be unsettling despite it being William Shatner's face. Okay. Like, but now it's like, ooh, that's creepy. You've made that creepy. You've yes, made that now weird. it's creepy, yeah. All right, so let's, should we talk about next week? Yes, what's next week's theme? So next week's theme is, I hate this ending. Ooh, and I tweaked yeah, it out on purpose. That's fine, whatever, I don't care. But guess what? I didn't make this up. This what? came from a listener. How? This came from Hunter. You cheated. I didn't cheat. You told me you came up with this. I did not. I said this is what it's going to be. Okay, that's fair. Um, so the theme is movies that you hate the ending. Okay. And like I said, came up by Hunter. Um, so do you want, I've got choices for you, man. <sighs> okay. You do your, your choices. I always like that. So actually, we do need to discuss something. Um, you said I used my pass, but I don't think I officially used my pass because the movie that you picked for me originally, Godzilla, was unavailable. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean we've made it work where you can find it online. You can order it on Amazon or something. All right, fine. All right, fine. I'll let, no, I'll no, no, forget no, no, it. It's, no. I used my pass. Okay. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Did. No, you didn't. Okay, go. Okay. 2001, yes, I did. Or 2005. Uh, no, you didn't. And 2005. Oh, jeez. So 2001 or 2005. 2005. No, you, you didn't. Yes, I did. And no, it'll be War of the World starring Tom Cruise. Oof. What did I not get? Planet of the Apes with the Wahlberg oh, guy. Yes, 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 yes. That. Okay. Okay. Sorry, because I get the Wahlberg boys mixed up. Mark, uh, here's the... the that movie, though, has one of the dumbest endings I've ever seen, but I loved it as a kid. Yeah, but see, that's... I know I still know that dumb ending because he like comes back to Earth, and it's not like this. He comes back to Earth. In the Charlton Heston one, he doesn't go back to Earth. It's uh -uh. revealed to him that he's on Earth. So he goes back to Earth, and it's modern times now, Yeah, I guess, when Mark Wahlberg goes back to modern monkey times. I don't know. And he crash lands in New York. And they're like, oh, you, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I, I made it back. I'm back. And then, like, monkeys are getting out of cars. And, like, cops are like, get on the ground. And then there's a big, and he's in front of the Lincoln Memorial. And do you know what it says? Abraham Lincoln. They're, oh, no. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, that'd be like if my name was, like, Human Johnson. <laughs> like, okay. That doesn't... Yeah. Hello, my name is Human Johnson. Okay. Not, not, I don't know about Human John, Human Smith. Okay. Good enough. What movie? I totally lost human that. Human Johnson. Might as well call you Richard. <laughs> okay. You get it? No, but you can tell me What's off. What's the nickname for Richard? No, thank you. You get it now? Yeah, I get it, but I don't want to know. Okay. okay. What am I? Do I get choices or you, I just get one? Yeah, you get two choices. One okay. of them's gritty. The other. No, not the mascots. Okay. 2007. Okay. Or 2008. 2000. Sorry for the dead air. I yeah, was thinking. That, that helps. Sorry about that. 2008. So what did, did I not get? You did not get the 2007 film starring Will Smith. 
I Am Legend. Oh, good. That mo- that ending is garbage. Okay, I haven't ever seen I Am Legend. It's a really interesting movie. Like, it's really not a bad movie, and it's kind of fun. The ending is hot garbage. Okay. Um, I do know that there's a dead dog. Well, the dog, you know, it gets sick, and it gets feral. So oh. he has to put it down, but it's not like... It, and it doesn't just become like a dead dog that gets angry. It, com- it starts to become like a monster dog. And he's like holding it and crying. And he's like, <laughs> and he's he's like putting it down. It's Ew. not like showing it, but he's like he's strangling it. Ew. Okay. Because he has to. Right. Because he doesn't want to put it right. down. Um. He doesn't want to shoot it. Okay. So what am I watching? <sighs> it's a returning theme. It's a returning franchise. Mm. 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 Okay. What franchise do you think it is? If I just tell you, it's a returning franchise. Marvel. Nope. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. What is it? It's Ghostbusters 2. No. That had a great ending. Statue of Liberty coming to life. Okay. It, not so much when I say it all out. It ha it is a George Lucas franchise. Oh, it's the um I know what movie it is. It's what movie the is it? uh Indiana Jones one with with the Phoenix boy. With the what? Isn't that his name Phoenix? No. 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 I can't forget his name. Oh man. There's a there's a timeline out there where River Phoenix was the kid in this movie. No, no, no. no. River Phoenix, wasn't he? I thought that... No, he... River Phoenix was never in a... No, in but they were... Okay. But if he was still alive, he could have played this yes. character. Okay, so it's... Indiana it... Jones and the Crystal Skull. And this that's movie the one... Is, or Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I liked this movie. This movie sucks. Okay, and but who's the boy? Shia LaBeouf. I don't know why I totally blinked on his name there for a second. He called him a Phoenix boy. The Phoenix boy. And Shia LaBeouf is a grown-up, so I shouldn't call him a boy because he's, he's older than you. He's still a boy. Yeah, that's true. So Okay, so you're going to watch War of the Worlds, and I'm going to watch Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Blah Blahs. Kingdom of the... <laughs> no, I just can't remember what it's called. That's fine. I'll look it up. All right. All right, anything else? Uh, nope. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Bye.